Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Metaverse conversation, Julie, has sparked a lot of interest mm-hmm. from our Stoward podcast listeners. Indeed it has. Yes. And the funny part is, is you guys think we know the answers to your questions. <laughs> That's the funny part. Uh, yes. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for asking. So no more questions because you guys are forcing us to do a lot of homework prior to each podcast and do a lot of lookups using that secret service called Google. Yes. The but magic Google button. As hopefully we were trying to uh, impress upon you. All of this stuff is very early days, and anyone that purports to be an expert about cryptocurrency, NFTs, the metaverse, mm-hmm. um, ask them this follow-up question, which I did this accidentally, but the answer was hilarious. When someone was telling me they're an NFT expert, to which I said, when was the first time you heard about what an NFT was? And not expecting the question, he didn't have a chance to actually think through his answer, to which he said six months ago. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many of you think you can become an expert at anything in six months, but wow, this guy must be really smart. You getting what I'm putting down here, folks? Exactly. <laughs> so ask away, but we're not claiming that we have all the answers to everything, nor does anyone else. We're all going through this together. So, so one of the questions was about avatars. Well, so needless to say, the questions that you answer, you guys uh, sent to us and you know posted on Instagram and other places for us to answer, we just chose the easy ones. So I'm just going to full disclosure. That's okay. And if you haven't listened to the first four podcasts, uh, that really does lay out what it does seem to be uh, or what does seem to be the path forward for the metaverse. And it is something that is going to happen. It is something that all of us will be involved in at differing levels, just depend on your willingness. But what will unfortunately happen is a lot of people will go reluctantly, but after that, by the time that they get there and accept that this is the way business and matter in, in most social interactions will happen, all these uh, Facebook social networking stuff, it's all moving on to the metaverse along with how most people are going to be doing business. And we use the very, I think, salient example of EXP Realty and EXP World Virtually everything, well, here it is virtually, right? Mm-hmm. But everything that happens in EXP happens in the EXP world, which is a metaverse. Um, and uh, Glenn Sanford was clearly a genius when he thought, well, you know what? I can see this is the direction the world is going, let alone real estate. And I want to form the largest international real estate company. We need some centralized location and it can't just be like Facebook. And then he purchased Verbella, which is now part of EXP, which is part of the uh, ticker symbol EXPI. And EXP agents who have EXPI shares have a ownership in Verbella. Well, of course, you can buy them on the open market, too, because it trades on NASDAQ. EXPI does. But in any event, that is really what I would expect most brokerages to adapt very quickly. Though what they'll probably realize is the amount of money and time it takes to build your own metaverse is insane. So what they're going to end up doing is using somebody else's software. They're going to use somebody else's platform like Facebook's. But none of those are really expected uh, to have enterprise versions for years which leads me back to the original point I was hopefully making, which was don't wait for the technology to pass you by. And even if you're our age or older, don't be a skeptic of all this stuff. You can be a skeptic, let's be honest. It's good to be a little bit of a skeptic, but don't allow your skepticism, make it so you have a closed mind and you don't start seeing the opportunities that are everywhere. And Julie ended yesterday with a really fantastic Da Vinci quote. Do you remember what it was? 
Well, it was one of his principles, which is called Curiosita in Italian, and that, of course, stands for curiosity, be curious. So you mentioned to, you know, allow for a little bit of skeptics. So your skeptics should cause you to ask questions to lead you to the answer so you can study something, not so that you can put yourself into a state of inactivity. There you go. Thank you. Um, all right, so we're going to answer some of these questions, and Julie did most of the homework today, so I'm going to have her an struggle through these yes. answers. Well, a lot of so, it was about avatars. So yes, so Julie, I, yeah. tell me what is an avatar, all about avatars, how are these avatars going to work? Explain this to me. Yes, well, so let's let's just start out by, you know, reminding them about the metaverse, and, and what one of the things that got me on this was that Facebook, if you haven't heard yet, rebranded itself with a new name called Meta, short probably for Metaverse, I would uh, ponder. So a Metaverse, again, and this is, I think, part five of our series, but just to review, it is the digital reality which marries social media, online apps and gaming, augmented and virtual reality, plus cryptocurrency, so we can interact more efficiently online. And then I wrote, I know that's an epic run-on sentence, but that is how you explain the Metaverse. Exactly. Well, for now. For now. Right? Uh, so just keeping in mind, and we did have somebody, uh, I should have sent it to you, you would put it in your notes, but somebody mm -hmm. actually sent me, who was a technologist, who actually mm, wasn't good. in real estate, but listens to our podcast because mm -hmm. it was on the metaverse. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, he was giving me some uh, added color on how long the metaverse in one form or another has been around. It's been around for a long damn time. Mm -hmm. And there's been people buying land, quote unquote, in one form, in one metaverse or the other for, I think it was, he told me like 12 or 14, really? basically That's since internet 1.0. Huh. And so none of this stuff I is new. What, what, what's happening is the adaptation of it is new. So the concept of the metaverse has been around forever. And a lot of these concepts, even though they're new for all of us, uh, technologists have known about it. But now that it's going mainstream or maybe thinking about it, it's going retail, before it's always been business to business, B2B. Now it's going B2C, business to consumer. Uh, and that's going to be picking up a lot of momentum. So just that's pretty interesting. Un underlying the mm -hmm. fact that um, and appreciating the fact that some of you take the time to give us some added content so we can make the show better. Yes, which we appreciate. So keep it coming. Point number one, or question number one from you guys, how are we supposed to interact in this thing? Well, enter the avatar, which is a representation of you. You'll have a very realistic de uh, depiction of yourself, but also the ability to upgrade your hairstyle, your clothing, accessories, and your general look. You'll be able to be very creative or not creative. It's up to you. This is why your choice of avatar is important. So that's kind of intro to avatar. Point number two, your 3D avatar is supposed to be a representation of yourself. However, you ha do have the opportunity to modify, upgrade, and change a lot of things, but be careful of the subtleties. A lot of what I read about avatars was like, you know, it's because that's all somebody has in the metaverse to judge you by, be careful, like, are you going to come out as, as being like really flamboyant? Is that really how you are? If they meet you in the real world, would they recognize you? A lot of speculation on this, but... Point number three, for perspective, realize you already have and are using avatars every day. Assuming you have any presence on social media at all, you uploaded your picture to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and so on, and some of you even update your images every day. Well, these images already represent you. Your avatar is the next logical extension of this. So Facebook and Instagram have uh, allowed mm -hmm. people to use avatars that are just essentially cartoonish type figures right. for a long period of time. But no one really uses them. And the reason that they don't use them is because they're awkward to interact with. And yeah, people are very people cartoony. Are, right, exactly. Well, it's not that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's because they haven't figured out. Like if you have an avatar that's showing up on somebody's uh, Instagram feed, it's sort of this avatar is supposed to be operating somewhat like a little AI bot, you know, mm -hmm. trying to get people right. to engage. But it's, it's early days again. That's, mm -hmm. that's really at the bottom line. But where this technology is going 
Yes, so from Skywell.com, who reports on this kind of thing, they said, quote, recently avatars have become increasingly popular in the world of virtual reality and in hardware and software systems that can replicate real-world movements using sensors. Usually all of this falls into these categories. There's two categories that they uh, were talking about. First one is virtual reality avatars, or VR. A VR avatar is typically a first-person rendition where the user sees the world from the avatar's point of view. Other world participants can see the upper torso part of the avatar along with the arms, but without the lower limbs. <laughs> so that's the AR, uh, I'm sorry, the VR version. And you'll find this type in most rudimentary VR apps, which do not require complex leg movements or in-world mobility. Probably that'll be called 1.0 in the future, I would imagine. Well, that's how most of the avatars are right now. EXP mm -hmm. is, is a full body avatar, but again, it's a cartoon. Yes. But again, the full the full body avatar is point number two. And a full body avatar, sensors replicate and recreate the entire body's movements through as kinematic systems. Thank you very much. As a result, the user has greater freedom of mobility inside the virtual world and can use all the limbs and interact with that. Okay, now we talked a little bit about this on prior shows, but I, some of you had questions about how will you actually interact. And the reason that we're drilling down on the avatar aspects of how you'll interact is because it's a little bit easy to conceptualize than the idea of walking around in a whole haptic suit wearing mm -hmm. some sort yes. of you know DARPA created uh, VR headgear. Some of the some of when you uh, hopefully you guys had some fun with this went on to YouTube much and whatnot and watched the videos that were being produced by a Tesla suit mm -hmm. and you were able to see what one of these uh, full body suits look like and probably most of you had the same reaction as Julie and I, which was basically hell to the no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. But at the end of the day, there will be this, this interim uh, process where you're going to be able to create these very interactive avatars. Now, the cool thing is, and I think it's neat anyway, mm -hmm. is that you're going to start having these avatars, which are going to be program programmable through uh, artificial intelligence. So your avatar is going to start acting, you know, within your constraints that you put in place are going to start acting on your behalf on these different social networks and responding for you and the rest of it. And again, we talked about uh, how that technology is already here. It's just looking for a place to, like everyone's been talking about AI forever, how it's mm -hmm. gonna affect uh, real estate. And the problem wasn't that the AI technology wasn't there or the desire wasn't there, the applicability wasn't there. And yeah. so th you get AI as far as all of our interactions, like I had the AI widget turned on in my Gmail. So it you know spies on basically everything that I'm writing and it will finish sentences for me. Mm -hmm. And originally it'll just finish, so, you know, when I started uh, allowing it to work maybe a year or two ago, it was just would add a sent or add a word on or correct, you know, it's not like Grammarly, yeah. but it would just finish things for me, phrases. But now it's finishing complete sentences. Well, and it's also learning your mannerisms. So yeah, I, it, I have a tiny quote from uh, outofscope.com about this. They said, quote, even in addition to voice or text chat that is, quote, transmitted through your avatar, other people receive very subtle and seemingly invisible signals from you. Slight delays in text responses, the direction your avatar is facing in virtual space, even subconscious clues that are sent through animations attached to your avatar, all of them can result in other people being able to detect a wide range of emotional cues. So, you know, the text one, it's picking up, like, do you, do you sign off your email by saying sincerely or warmly or whatever? That, that's your... Uh, vernacular, right? But this is taking it to the next level. Do you speak with your hands? Do you have, you know, uh, certain tendencies that they would pick up on? So the innovations happening now are establishing new ways to think about how people will enter in the metaverse. These in those innovations mean that our definitions of how we use avatars are fluid. That's why it sounds like we're figuring all this out because it is Everybody, fluid. Everyone's everyone out. is. Well, uh, uh, 
please listen to the show yesterday and the one before that. Actually, the, the show, the well, I think it was part uh, three. Mm -hmm. Listen to part three because that's when Julie and I were uh, sharing with you some of the technology, again, that is right at the – it's essentially evolved to the point where it's just looking for a place to land. And this is where you will – avatars were going to move from being these cartoon-like characters – uh, even a, you know a fun cartoon character that has you know all your mannerisms and whatever whatever it's going to evolve to be look exactly like you as in you're gonna have your this is all voluntary now folks so don't freak out <laughs> but you're gonna have yourself scanned um, and I suppose you can maybe add some filters you know lose a little weight here and there I don't know I'm sure you can and then you can essentially that avatar will look like you and operate inside what will be these yet to roll out versions of the metaverse. So everyone's now in this interim stage, kind of like Internet 1.0, where you got mail, right? Well, that's so cool. You had to wait five minutes and your mom sent you an email. <laughs> and then it crashed. And then it crashed, right. And then you yeah. timed out. Yeah. But I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of where we are in a technological revol uh, evolution. Now, those of you who are, say, younger than 40, you never had to live through that version of it. You were <laughs> born into Internet 2.0. Yeah, uh, but that's you, true. you know, here, this is something some of you might remember. Well, maybe you'll remember. Do you remember when you were sitting in the back of the car in the kid's seat and your parents were going to this place called Blockbuster? <laughs> ah, yes. That's right. right. A lot of them won't remember so, that. So that's how I can relate to the millennials, right? Oh, my goodness. So the reality of it is then Netflix came around, and now there's how many different places you can stream from. I bet you there's 100 different places you can stream from. Same technology is going to be essentially the adaptation and the evolution, but yeah. it's going to happen faster now. So um, side note. Starlink, who Julie and I are very excited about, what you know, this company is owned by um, uh, what's the uh, Elon's uh, space company, SpaceX. SpaceX, right? So SpaceX owns Starlink. They just came out. You didn't read it. I can tell by I looking did. at you. Oh, yeah. you did the new one that I sent you today. Yeah, I think so. They just came out with an enterprise uh, version. Yeah, that's not cheap. Mm -hmm. uh, that works anywhere on planet Earth. It's super cool, and, and you can take it with you. I love that. So that means that it's, it's what you and I were essentially fantasizing <laughs> yes. about two years ago when we were talking about this technological revolution, this uh, renaissance in technology. All of these things in your humble real estate coaches were, you know, pontificating mostly, but guessing, looking at our magic eight ball, trying to predict what was going to happen following the pandemic, because we knew historically that after every single, you know, calamity of especially pandemics, there's always been an explosion of creativity. And Julie and I were, we took the time because we had time to, you know, screw around and figure these things out just like you guys did because of the pandemic and the lockdown. Shows. And we live in Puerto Rico and the lockdowns were very real here. Yep, yep, they didn't even yep. let you on the beach. Nope. But we are researching all of this and we really came to the conclusion that there was going to be a technological revolution. Yeah. Fast forward two years from now or two years into the future from then and we're now seeing all the pieces and the parts layout. And one of the key elements of making all this work was connectivity. Because without connectivity, none of this is going to be for And, and that's probably why it's taken a while for this to become more mainstream, to become more polished. And now with something like Starlink, I mean, how cool is that? I How many times have you thought when we're traveling or we're having to log on to a hotel internet system, what's the password for that? Don't you always think like, how can we be as advanced as we are? And but, I have to put so much work into just getting online. This no, is going to change all that. There's no more waiting for Starlink. This is what I was trying to yeah. finish telling you. There's okay. no more waiting for Starlink to be available in your market. Mm -hmm. you it's can going to the, be everywhere. You can get this enterprise version. Mm -hmm. and, you're, and not only is this is it going to work in your wherever you live, mm -hmm. and it could be in the remotest places on planet Earth, but it's also incredibly fast. That's so cool. It's fast up and it's fast down, which yeah. means that technology like metaverses are going to really take off. Take immediately. off. Yes. So, so you see how these. Oh, all these, I, you know what I'm thinking from a coaching standpoint. Amazing. I can imagine, you know, part of part of the um, issue with agents deciding, am I going to send my presentation digitally? Am I how am I going to 
use my pre-listing package? Do I have to be there in person? Do I send hard copy? Part of that is because maybe the person that you were talking to isn't somebody that's online all the time, right? So maybe for that person, you would present it in person. And then the next person, you're in the middle of your presentation and their internet crashes. This is, this is the this, state this of is affairs. Going, this yeah. is the state of affairs right now. But where it's going to happen is, is you're going to be able to go on the metaverse. You're going to be looking at the person as, the, and you're going to be wearing, again, I, you know, I'm kind of jumping the shark here, but this is where it's mm-hmm. going to go. You're going to be essentially experiencing the metaverse almost one for one as real, as you do with real life. You're going to walk through their house. You're going to sit at their kitchen table. You're going to you know, essentially be picking up on part three of our seven-step listing process, which we teach you in our coaching program. You're going to mm-hmm. be giving the Harris listing presentation. You'll have sent the pre-listing pack. You'll have pre-qualified. You'll be looking at them. So you will be able to present as, you know, live, basically. To, to anyone, a, anywhere. To anyone, anywhere on planet Earth. And that goes back again to, mm-hmm. I don't need to belabor this point, but frankly, I'm you know, proud of us for having made this decision back in 2019. You look at EXP Realty. They're licensed sure. in 21 different countries. Well, they're already set up this way. They're not having to figure it out. I was on a coaching call prior to this podcast mm-hmm. with a real estate team that works for Compass, and they are officed in uh, L.A. and New York, mm-hmm. right? And they're they're spinning up in both markets, and they're doing a great, having you know, great success at it. Well, it's different though because they have to reestablish themselves. It's a, they're sharing systems. It's all the clunkiness. That's associated. Sure. They, they got good CRMs and all that stuff works, but it's not the same as what is about to happen. Mm-hmm. And what's agree. about to happen is they're going to be able to say, for example, the guy, the, the the small team that's based in L.A. is not as efficient at the listing process of actually winning listings as the, the, the leader of the team in New York, right? So maybe the New York guy can hop on, do the metaverse thing, mm-hmm. and the whole thing is essentially closing the loop. Yes. This makes it so, so that exciting. people will be able to move faster. But again, if you're playing catch up mentally and emotionally, if you're being dragged along into resisting into web 3.0 you're going to lose out not in that not lose out in oh if you don't buy this whatever you're going to somehow lose out not fear of uh, missing out but you're going to lose out psychologically and you're going to have to play catch up and i'll tell you where also i was Mm -hmm. having this little epiphany as i was thinking about on today's show after the real estate crash um, and you and i've been coaching forever and Mm -hmm. i'm talking about the the real one seven oh seven oh eight oh nine right Uh, there were agents that never fully came back. And I mean financially, but I most mostly mean emotionally. Mm -hmm. There's so many agents, so many humans out there that are just constantly in this state of waiting for the other shoe to drop because they've never been able to build their confidence back. Mm -hmm. And they're all attached to the idea that things are going to crash again, real estate and all the rest of it. They never emotionally built or brought themselves completely back. And there's some of them are still licking their wounds, emotionally wounds, emotional wounds and financial wounds. What is this? 12 years later, more than that, really, years later. The same thing has happened with the people that were slow to adapt to Internet 1.0 and 2.0. And the same thing Mm -hmm. is going to happen now. So all we're wanting to do with all this is make you aware. So you can look for the little articles that pop up here and there, and you can start discerning your own truth from fiction. It's all kind of fiction at this point. But yeah, it is but exciting. it's super exciting. And I can imagine, you know, you, you painted the picture of doing a listing presentation. Think of how much this is expanding their world or will expand their world. You could be licensed in as many states as you want to do business wherever you want to do. I wouldn't be surprised if we came up with a, a metaverse license or an international we're, license or something like that. We're making the assumption that these guys know what broker reciprocity is. Why don't you explain it to them? 
Well, there are states where, let's see. There's I a lot. You have to use, like, I think Puerto Rico and Georgia, for example. If you're licensed yeah. here, you can sell there as well. Puerto Rico has reciprocity, I think, with, like, six different states. Yes. Not every state has reciprocity, but a lot of them do. Those of you who live around Washington, D.C., you're familiar with Washington and Reciprocity and means? It means that you can do business in more than one place. And not have to have multiple licenses. Yes. And, and I can see the world becoming like that. Why wouldn't every state want to be, you know, strategically aligned with other states sure. for reciprocity's sake? And that does make complete yeah, sense. Yeah, why? I mean, you're going to stop hassling around with referrals, right? Because you could do it yourself. You could, you know, to an extent. potentially, depending yeah. on your market knowledge, where you're talking about. Um, but I think that this is, in a way, you know, it's expanding the world, but it's also making it so you can be so much more functional just from your own office, right? You'll be able to do so many more things. And I think you were talking about the agents that kind of got left in the dust technologically. And a lot of that did start in having their butts kicked in the last crash, and they didn't come back from it. I think part of that is because there were so many different bits and pieces of technology, and not every office was the same, not every computer was the same, not everybody had an iPhone. It, it was like, it was not all kind of the same thing. Like, I feel like the metaverse is becoming, this, where this I be think this technology will be easier to learn yeah. Than trying to insert yourself in, say, you know, 2003 technology or 2020 even, you know, now it, it seems like it's all kind of converging. Well, so I love what you said. I didn't say that very elegant. No, but, but I understand what you're saying. It's they need to be staying up on this conversation and paying attention to it so that five years from now, let alone 24 months from now, they're not having to play catch up. Right. Because the market's passed. But I, and I think that it will be easier to insert yourself into this because the tech, because, for example, Everyone in the world will be able to get online, and nobody's going to just suddenly crash. But think about this. So if, no. if what we're predicting is correct, <laughs> at mm -hmm. some level, it obviously we're going to be right. That I'm not really feeling Bits and pieces, anyway. We're not predicting anything, yeah. really. But if there is essentially a broad acceptance, desire, demand for a metaverse experience, mm -hmm. if people, if someone's going to come into market, the first version, if I'm guessing Facebook is going to roll something out, people are going to be like, eh, but then you're going to watch very quickly. Facebook's going to do something great. Then Google will come out with something, mark my word, and then it'll be Apple. And Apple's is going to like clear the decks. People are going to be going More like, holy likely. crap, what were these yeah. guys waiting for? Because that's how Apple rolls. Apple waits for the technology to come <laughs> laying, out. Laying in the tall weeds. They lay in the tall weeds. They wait for essentially the consumers to for the market to prove that it has demand for whatever it is be it a you know smartphone or an ipod or any of these other things and mm -hmm. then they come out and they clean the decks of all the other competitors that's the reason that they are the first trillion dollar company by the way there you are that's what's going to happen mm -hmm. and and it, if i'm thinking in terms of like i you and i this time of year especially get questions from brokers and agents and they're always like is this what's the viability of not just the market this year but what's my future like for the next three to five years? Well, mm -hmm. how am I going to actually not just survive but thrive going forward? I, and a lot of people at a certain age, um, they get to the point where they start feeling an exhaustion for all the technology sure. and all the Having change. Having to keep up. And it's all rooted in fear because what mm -hmm. their brains are thinking, we're going to do a podcast on this, what mm -hmm. their brains are thinking, how can I keep up? Mm -hmm. How can I keep myself relevant? The way you can keep yourself relevant is not allowing your thinking and your application of those thoughts to become irrelevant, but also, and this is what we talked about in the second uh, show of these series, you have to be very careful about the environment in which you place yourself. Environment mm -hmm. isn't just sure. your physical environment, like Julie and I are in an office that's way too small. That is mm -hmm. an environment. Yeah. But it's also the people we associate with. It's the things that we read. It's the podcasts we listen to. It's all the, that's your environment. Your people environment, your online environment. Your, all your input. Uh, what's your environment like? Are you in some market where you're essentially everything's the same way it was in 1985? 
um, and everyone around is still like, you know, essentially bemoaning the fact that Ronald Reagan didn't win a third term. I mean, you guys get my point? I'm trying to make you laugh here. I'm making myself well, laugh but there anyway. are, <laughs> It's so funny. I have flashbacks about listing presentations. The first time I learned in a pre-qualifying for a listing script, when somebody says to you, it was rehabbed, to ask what year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, because we would go on appointments. And, you know, sure, it had been rehabbed, but it had the most fancy stuff for, like, 1978 that you've ever seen in your life. And that person was still living. That was maybe their golden era for them, right? So, the, so you have to make sure you don't get stuck like that. The easiest way for you to have a competitive advantage and stay relevant is who you associate with and specifically the real estate company you associate with. So is there any chance that the real estate brokerage you are associated with now is going to have a metaverse into the future? Let's just be honest. The answer, if, if you're not with EXP, is no. Because the amount of money and time it's going to take to create that technology is incredible. It's unprecedented. Real estate brokerages are operating, big ones especially, are operating on paper-thin margins. Mm -hmm. How are they going to catch up? They're going to end up basically having to use the same metaverse that maybe they can get from an enterprise version of Facebook. Like Facebook has a version of Facebook called Facebook Workplace. You know, we use it in our company. Uh, that's not the same as having the technology and owning the software yourself. And that's what EXP did. So if you, if you are wrestling internally with how can I have a competitive advantage, not just today, but into the future, it absolutely starts and stops with these types of thoughts. And I would strongly encourage all of you guys to take a hard look at EXP Realty. Because EXP Realty, as far as I know, is – now, look, there's all kinds of brokerages that are talking about technology, but they're using a tech stack that's not theirs. They're using a CRM that's not theirs. They're using, you know, Entreport. Or they're kind not, of piecing it together, basically. Yeah, Matterport, rather. They're using all the same stuff. So if you go from one broker to another to another and you say, what's your tech stack? It's going to be the exact same stuff or an, essentially a version of the same stuff. Well, we offer a CRM. Well, we offer a marketing service. We offer a branding service. We have, and then you go next door to ABC Realty, same damn thing. You can, the, how is that giving you an advantage in the marketplace? You're just at the end of the day going to be exactly like every single agent mm -hmm. that you're competing against. Everybody's the same. That brokerage is not able to compete. They're having to go to the marketplace and buy you know, software as a service from these third-party vendors. That's ultimately going to be the downfall of a lot of these companies, especially if the technology or if the economy meaningfully changes. Five rate hikes this year, interest rates going up hypothetically over a point, that could have a meaningful change. The fear of the rates going up sure. will have a meaningful change. It already is. You know, there was a, a report that came out today that something like 330,000 people lost their jobs or whatever. And the headline was 100% political, blaming it on Omicron. No, it wasn't. It was not. Omicron. I'm sure Omicron had something to do with it. But that's not the reason the companies lay people off. The reason companies lay people off is because they don't have they can't rationalize paying those people to do a job because there's not a demand for the product. What you're seeing is the start of what probably, unfortunately, will be a recession. OK, there you go. That's what happens in these inflationary bouts. Again, research this yourself. As interest rates rise, as consumer confidence starts to wane, people stop spending money. Now, scale this back to real estate. There will always be people that want to buy real estate. It does not matter which, where the interest rates are. It does not matter where you are in the country. You guys were smart enough. I don't know if you ever thought about it like this. But you are smart enough to get real estate licenses. You're selling something that people need no matter what. Julie, what other than like maybe toilet paper, water, and food is like that? That's You basically have your bases covered. Right, you gas exactly. for your car maybe. Well, not you know, anymore. You can plug it anymore. in. Not anymore, exactly. Some something so that you can go. But certainly, you know, food, water, and you need yeah, a place to you live. You need a place to live. Right. 
And so you guys were smart enough to get real estate licenses. So you're going to be selling something no matter. This is the reason when people always ask us about what are, you know, are you optimistic about the future for real estate? Hell yeah, we are. Of course. You're selling the one thing that people will always need. And, you know, that goes back to previous podcasts about don't be a secret agent, right? So how do you know that people need to move? You talk about it, right? You you Go ahead. So the, as far as the metaverse goes, guys, yes. this is where the, the market is going to be headed in this direction in differing forms. And do consider the fact that if you're not associated with a brokerage right now that is moving already in that direction, if doesn't already have a massive lead, you're probably going to be caught like some of these agents who are still licking their wounds psychologically and financially from the housing crash. Unfortunately, that's what's going to happen. So have an open mind. Don't be a skeptic. There's two ways that we strongly encourage all of you guys to explore eXp. If you're just getting started and you're just wanting to have information about what eXp offers and why so many agents are joining, it's simple. Just text the letters eXp to 47372. Text the letters eXp to 47372. If you're ready to join and you're looking for a sponsor, if you're looking for someone to personally shepherd you through not just the metaverse but eXp, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your sponsors at eXp. So if you've not yet chosen a sponsor at eXp, we would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your sponsor at eXp. You can text me directly. Now, I do say text, and yet a lot of you call. I do not check the voicemail. I should just make it so it doesn't even you know, no. work. But yeah. just text me. Just in the, It's simple. This is my real cell phone number, 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. Um, like I said, if you're just getting started, go ahead and just text the letters EXP to 47372. And remember, message and data rates apply. But if you're ready to join and you're looking for the right sponsor, uh, we're here for you. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. Yeah, I was thinking one of the future objections that agents are going to hear that they're going to, to potentially freak out about if they don't move fast enough on this, I really believe this is true after doing all this research for a week, yeah. is uh, can I meet you in the metaverse instead? Totally, of course. And, and if your answer is, uh, what's that? Or, no, my company doesn't really do that, then you are going to be behind. Well, you're, I mean, you and I bring it, we can vamp on this forever. But look how agents use, and I think for the most part, it's mostly hype. Mm -hmm. But look how they use how many followers they have. Or they try to impress sure. this, a seller that they're going to have some sort of higher level marketing prowess because they you know, have so many people that their watch their TikTok. Guys, here's the thing you got to remember with all that stuff. All that stuff you can purchase, it's... It, We've never really drilled down on why the, we think social networking is optional, but I'll just kind of summarize it. If you're living, if you're uh, envious of somebody, some big name agent, so self-proclaimed top producing agent who has all these followers on Instagram, all these likes, all these YouTube videos, you can buy all of that stuff. It's all easily and often faked. Like literally you can go to companies and and buy a package of X number of views or followers or whatever, right? right? And yeah, people, and, and, people do, do that and do you know those people? And why are they doing it? Because it's, they think it's a way, it's a, a way essentially to differentiate themselves in the marketplace. Right. But consumers know better. The real way you're going to differentiate yourself in the places through your in, in the marketplace is through your skill set. It's going to be your ability to actually have conversations. And this is definitely a trend that's you know 
frankly, it's going to blow a lot of people out of the weeds is that the people that know how to have offline conversations, and now we're going to be able to combine it with the metaverse, mm-hmm. but it's still you talking and you having a real conversation, the question-based uh, you know, approach to helping people solve their problems, that is what a real estate professional does, mm-hmm. you are going to have an unfair advantage in the marketplace, especially as new generations of agents enter the marketplace and don't know how to actually sell. That's true. That's true. And I really think that eXp allows for the answer to what every potential seller and buyer asks, what makes you different? Right. I mean, they have the best collection of answers for that. And it's getting better all the time. You know, I think you said it best. If you're not already with a company that is functioning at this level, the chances of them becoming like that. You can't catch up. It's so, they're so far behind already. Yeah, it's, well, here. It would be like somebody trying to invent, uh, you know, the next better iPhone. Good well, luck with that. Put, exactly. Put it this way. Well, that's the way marketplaces work, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh but Facebook is spending $10 billion a year to build yeah. their, their metaverse. Mm-hmm. And they don't even really, they, they have no, no proof of concept, let alone yeah. work product yet. It's amazing. EXP Realty has a working metaverse. Yes. And if you compare EXP's uh, metaverse to face, what Facebook is proposing that they build, and guys, you got to see this. I'm not making this up. EXP looks, I'm sorry, Facebook, when you looked at that Zuckerberg presentation he did you know, a while ago, where he was showing what their version of the metaverse will look like, it looks exactly like EXP World. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. They're, so Facebook is having to catch up with EXP Realty. I mean, that's really what's happening as far as the Digest metaverse that goes. that one. <laughs> and, and to Julie, the point that she was making, hopefully you guys understood, was when you're looking for a competitive advantage in the marketplace, it's not just the fact that through this metaverse, conceptually, you're going to be able to do transactionally transactions all over the planet, but you're also going to be able to essentially learn things faster. You're going to be able to get information faster. You're going to be able to you know, converse with your coach at a higher level. You're going to be able to present with a seller. Like, you know, it takes you know three hours to go over to a seller's house and prepare for a listing yeah. presentation, not to mention the fact that you got to get babysitters and you might want to take a shower. Well, guess what? You can log into the metaverse, uh, put on your, your uh, VR glasses, and you can be presenting live to that seller last minute. I, you know, I'm thinking about putting my house for sale. Um, the normal rigmarole as well. Let's, you know, I'll schedule with you. Let's, how about next Wednesday at three o'clock? Nope. How about in 15 minutes and you're ready to go? And the presentation's waiting for you in the metaverse. You just have to show up and read the script cards, the, you know, the, the, that you've learned in the metaverse. That you've learned in the metaverse. It's all in front of you. You guys see how you want to be ahead of this? You, you, I, hopefully. I think it's all good. I mean, honestly, think about. There's lots of bad that's going to be associated. Well, and there's going to be a learning path and there's right. going to be some bumps in the road. But, I think just surely in terms of efficiency, like you mentioned all of these things that you have to do in preparation to go to your appointment three days from now that hopefully you won't be stuck in traffic in and you'll have picked up your dry cleaning so you look decent for, right? You are going to cut all of that out Well, know, people, the eventually. Qual- the quality of life that people will have, when you, look, there's going to be... Theoretically, you have more time. If, right, you'll have more time. You'll yeah. be more efficient with your time. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to work, make money different ways in different markets. Yeah. We've already expressed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you think in terms of all the time you're going to get back, but there's also hidden benefits too, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to improve, improve the overall quality of your life because you're going to be able to choose to live where the hell you want to live. Mm-hmm. And right now you're saying, well, like when Julie and I sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio, and we sold thousands of houses in Columbus, Ohio, and it wasn't before our coaching business took off that we actually started to consider the fact that we can move the hell out of Columbus, Ohio. Well, God bless true. Columbus, Ohio, right? Because you were tied to the market you sold in. Exactly. Now, what if you no longer have that tied to a particular geographic area? I'm not talking about abandoning your family and your church and your synagogue or your mosque. 
but just allowing you to conceptualize the idea that you can start physically living wherever the hell you want to live on top of a mountain in middle, in middle of North Carolina in Appalachia, and you can mm -hmm. throw up yeah. your Starlink satellite, you can log into your metaverse, and you can then start doing business as if you were back in Columbus, Ohio. Mm -hmm. I mean, it changes everything. And I hope you guys are being excited and motivated by this. It and does feel like it's the tip of something pretty special and revolutionary. I mean, just it is. if you just stop with the thought that the whole world can get online efficiently and quickly all at the same time, just that one thought changes everything. Exactly. That's the reason I think Elon Musk is our modern day, uh, you know, Einstein or yeah, something. Well, yeah. Leonardo, really. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, like some people were uh, messaging us asking because we did touch a little bit yesterday on how there's going to be some virtual reality crime and some mm -hmm. virtual reality assault. But the difference is, is you're probably going to be able to click a button. And if you're feeling if you're not in a situation in the virtual world that you're not feeling comfortable, you can set that person using modern you know, vernacular to ignore. Right? Yeah, you can you make that disable person it or something. disable it. You can mm -hmm. you can resolve that issue Freeze because it. we're Julie and I were you know guessing at how they're going to work out different you know personal safety issues and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's the answer. Mm -hmm. You just click a button and that problem goes yeah. away. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, exactly. Or my idea from the other day: hire a virtual Navy SEAL. That's good too. To, to, catch your, to, to kick, kick the, the butt ass of whoever's of your bothering you. Virtual moron that's bothering you. <laughs> yeah. I like that too. All right, so we're going to go back to regular programming tomorrow. <laughs> You've been warned. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a series on, uh, obviously, the metaverse. This is part five, and I know a lot of you guys have been appreciating it. Uh, we really appreciate the fact that you guys were supporting us talking about this stuff because Julie and I often get nervous as to whether or not we're going to get too ahead of our skis with some – like when Julie and I are walking around and talking, we love to talk about nerdy crap like this, but we know that some of you might be turned off by it. I was impressed – Mm -hmm. And motivated by the fact that so many of you were so receptive. Of, and open-minded. It's yep. cool. It right? is. We and got maybe, smart listeners. Maybe that'll open up the path to talk about other interesting things. Oh, Julie wants to talk about aliens. Warning. <laughs> I read <laughs> yeah. her mind. Well, That's maybe what not for a whole podcast. But yeah, that is what you were thinking, wasn't possibly. it? Possibly. You know, oh, we'll, boy. We'll see what we follow next. But this is actually Real Estate Coaching Radio, if you were wondering. <laughs> yeah. So we will return back to home base here pretty soon, probably on tomorrow's podcast. So you guys see how she's still on aliens in her brain that yeah. she's using all these references? Mm -hmm. uh, but go back and listen to the past four shows on the metaverse. Thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Um, I really love, Julie and I really love the iTunes five-star reviews, the fact that we're picking up so many subscribers on YouTube. Please reinforce what we're doing by just making those simple efforts. A five-star review on iTunes means a ton to us. It allows iTunes to say, hey, guess what? This podcast is worth listening to. And then they start help. Uh, they help us to actually let more of you know about the podcast. A common... Uh, we hear this all the time. I don't know how I discovered your podcast. Mm -hmm. we, that's almost like 90% of you start out a conversation with Julie and I when you're messaging us for yep. the first time by saying, I don't know how I discovered your podcast. Well, I'll tell you how. iTunes thought that you were crazy enough to like this crazy podcast. <laughs> and so they matched this podcast with what your uh, previous podcasts have been. That's how. They found you. Probably. And that's because you guys listen. You download. This is the number one uh, downloaded daily podcast. But also it's because you guys give great reviews. And I really appreciate that. So please continue to do so. In the meantime, Julie, what is the topic for tomorrow? I think we, well, we've got a couple on tap, but probably something to do with a lot of emails from those of you who are dabbling in real estate that's part-time. You're fitting it in on nights and weekends, and you're wondering how to bridge the gap to being full-time or how to be more efficient when you're working another job, which we are supportive of. You know, a lot of other coaching companies are like, you're either in or you're out. We are supportive of you guys that are adding it on to something. 
and there, uh, yeah. furthermore, that also comes in another form too. Like it'll be um, uh, maybe it's a you know a married couple or whatever partners, mm-hmm. and they want to bring in their children. Sure. And their children That's have a part time job. I know it's mm-hmm. happening. There's a whole the baby boomers thing is real. The the shift and oh yeah, you know, all of our coaching clients, you know, they're either getting their spouse's license, their parents' license, or their kids' license. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, and so we'll we'll talk about that as well. Well, the, there's you know maybe the you know Tim and Julie's daughter is Zoe and she's 26 and she's a full time teacher and she wants to be full time in real estate. How mm-hmm. does that? How do you make that transition work financially, mm-hmm. but also setting up some you know rules of the road with regards to you, well, how to be operational, how yeah. to make it profitable, so and, and also different ways to think about it. You know, you, you don't have to think about it as oh my gosh, it's, if it's not a 40 hour a week job, I'm not really full time. There's so many different ways to do that that we'll talk about. And guys, remember, a lot of you, hundreds of you, are joining our premier coaching program. We sincerely appreciate it. Uh, it is a new month, so that means there are, is the doors are open. We're going to allow 100 of you to enroll this month. We don't have endless amounts of enrollments available because of the fact that we are a coaching company mm-hmm. and you do get a daily semi-private coaching call with Premier Coaching. So if you'd like to join Premier Coaching, the easy button is to just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Remember, message and data rates uh, may apply, but when you text Premier to 47372. We text you back the direct link so you can join our award-winning Premier Coaching Program. And depending on how you, or which path you choose to follow, you can join for around $100 a month, which all of you can easily afford. So text the word Premier to 47372. And remember, message and data rates may apply. In the meantime, guys, have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.